Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the offseason, the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. This unbelievably marks the first time Giants fans get to go to MetLife Stadium for a Sunday afternoon game all season long, which is just mind-boggling. And on top of that, the Giants will be wearing their legacy uniforms, which look really cool. So the field has a legacy feel to it. Also very cool. They did this versus the Commanders last year in a game resulting in a tie. Uh, but above all of that, you throw in the fact that do we even want the Giants to win this freaking game? And that is where I really want to begin this <laughs> podcast. I am so torn on this, Bryce. I'm so torn on this because this season has taken so much out of me. So much out of me. So much so that I could tell you uh, on the train ride home from Manhattan to Long Island yesterday, following the Evan Antiki show. I do what I typically do at 7 o'clock. My other teams being the Rangers, the Nets, the Yankees. I throw on the game on my phone, put the AirPods in, and I watch. The Rangers are getting annihilated. And I know not every Giant fan listening here cares about that. But I said to myself, I don't even care if they get annihilated. I would rather watch the end of this game than watch the beginning of Saints-Jaguars. The Giants are back to dragging the, like, care for the other national NFL games out. Let's just start here. Before we even argue about drafting quarterbacks or anything else, in terms of salvaging a season and looking at the schedule that does begin to weaken with seemingly the Washington Commanders, does the young Giant fan, Bryce Gelman, want the Giants to win this game to give us some kind of ray of hope for the next couple of weeks? So we talked about this last time I was on. Just wanted to say thank you for having me again, Sean. Uh, we talked about this last week, and I told you that it isn't the New York way to go out and tank. It's just not what we've seen. It's not going to happen again. I think the question of do I want them to versus will they? They're not going to. They're not going to lose. You know, let's say the next four or five games, they're not going to go on this incredible run of tanking, losing games left to right. They're going to. Things around. <laughs> you know, think- it's funny. It's funny you just said that, Bryce, because I thought you were going to say they're not going to win. Uh, you went the opposite no, way, which okay. is there's so, no way they're going to lose all these games. Watch this. Watch this. This is my prediction right, right now, and we were so off. And I'll, I'll get into this a little bit later on on, on the segment that the Giants we we completely undersold the Giants' defense last week. So going into this week, this is a completely changed defensive front where we've seen actual competence on the defensive side. So. They're going to string together a few wins. Should they win? No, absolutely not. They, they should not win this game. They should lose every game the rest of the season because you have a generational talent who wants to own your franchise in Caleb Williams 
coming out of USC. Fake and news. I, that was a fake story. You fell for it, Bryce. It fake, fake story, report. whatever, whatever. What was it? What was it? I uh, ball ball sack sports or what's the? Yeah, it's, what's it's the, not even legal. It's not even legal for an active player to own a part of an NFL. That team. would be insane. That would be wild. You if, got if he actually came in and demanded right. a, a a share of a franchise. All right, so I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that that's that's fake news. But yeah, that that's the guy. He's a he's a Patrick Mahomes dupe. This guy could be one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and you want to put yourself in position to get him because right now it's it's a gray area. We're talking about Daniel Jones because Terod Taylor came out and gave the Giants. I, I know that you're you're not too high on Terod Taylor, and you think Daniel Jones could have won that game. But it was the best performance we've seen besides the second half of that Arizona game from a Giants quarterback all year. I mean, his passer rating was only eighty percent. It was eighty. wasn't wasn't insane, but he was making plays down the field and making plays with his feet. Don't don't make they're, me try to take the bait. Don't try to make me. Darren Waller catches two passes I'm not versus Miami. That's a better performance than Tarad had versus Buffalo. But I still like Tarad Taylor. He's easy to root for, to and he's a good yeah, backup quarterback. He's, he's yeah, he's probably the best backup quarterback in the league so should they win this game no I I, well, I I don't know we potentially might get into this later whether or not they'll win the game but this isn't the Giants way and with Brian Dable at the helm they're gonna win games so should they win this game yeah I, I'm I don't think so I really don't think so but they will so here here's the deal I cannot in October at the very least bring myself to root for Giants losses. I would also caution everybody that at the end of 2019, and I only remember this because it was the day my first daughter was born, the Giants had a game versus Washington in Washington. And the consensus at that point, the season had really spiraled to the point where it was, you know, foggy at the end. And a lot of people woke up that morning and said, Giants got to lose this game. They got to lose this game for tank purposes because them and Washington were neck and neck for who was going to get whatever the third pick or fourth pick. And you wanted to obviously have a a jump on your uh, opponent. I, on the day my daughter was born, said, I can't have the Giants lose on the day I bring my child in there. So I rooted hard for a win. The Giants won. Why do I bring up this game when it comes to do we want the Giants to win? And why do I bring this up as a cautionary tale? If the Giants are going to be bad, they're going to be bad and they will be in a good drafting position. Are the Giants going to draft number one overall for Caleb Williams? I mean, they could if they lose out, but it's hard to sit there and root for them to lose out. That day, the Giants did beat the Commanders. Uh, they might have been football team or Redskins at that time. I'd have to go back and look. And I think football team, 2019. They were yeah. up in arms at the end. Giant fans were up in arms. Can you believe it? And why were they up in arms? Because the Giants, by winning that game, would have lost out on Chase Young. Instead... The Giants spent the fourth overall pick they got on Andrew Thomas. Okay. Now, we've also spent six weeks talking about how Andrew Thomas is now the one Giant the Giants could ill afford to lose while they will be going up against this Washington team who didn't even pick up the fifth-year option on Chase Young. So I know that that is not every single example or every single year, but if I sit there and start rooting for losses and absolute misery when the Giants do have some opponents where they could build some stuff off of and winnable, I could also walk away with nothing. The Giants could lose all of these games and Caleb Williams could become Jamarcus Russell. Or maybe they, or Drake May could just be better and, uh, you know, a couple more wins would have put them in the two or the three spot or whatever. Also, also, you know, 
there is deeper draft classes. Josh Allen ended up being basically the best of the bunch. He was drafted at seven. Patrick Mahomes wasn't drafted as high as Mitchell Trubisky. I, I assume that Caleb Williams is going to be awesome. I assume that Drake May is going to be great. I mean, geez, right now, is it pretty obvious that C.J. Stroud looks a heck of a lot better than Bryce Young? And I know there's a lot of football left to be played. But that stuff will work itself out. If Daniel Jones's neck injury, Bryce, is as serious as yeah. it potentially could be, and I have my questions, I'm so confused on this, then, you know, Joe Shane's going to make it a priority, and then they'll just trade up for a quarterback. Carolina wasn't drafting number one overall for Bryce Young. They traded up. Uh, and if you really, really like a guy, you could do that. So with that being said, no, I'm not there to root for losses. I still believe inside of this team is a good team. I don't believe last year was some kind of random fluke. I do believe that Andrew Thomas sunk them and they had no depth at tackle. And I, I think that really did domino a lot of things. I think it exposed a lot of problems that could have been covered up by real left tackle play. They own the Commanders. Even when the Commanders tried to beat them last year, they couldn't. They tied. Go make this fan base feel good about something because all it does take is one win. And I'm sorry. And I could look like an idiot in a couple weeks and you could see a very dejected me, Bryce. I, I know the Jets have played well. I know. I get it. They beat the Eagles. But, you know, the Eagles did things in that game they never do versus the Giants. Jalen Hurts throwing a pass for no reason to a defender when they shouldn't be running it out. That is still, you mentioned our defense. Our defense coming along and playing Sam Howell, then playing Zach Wilson. Remember, they don't score offensive touchdowns either. And who the heck is going to be playing quarterback for the Raiders in a couple weeks? Like, all of those teams are looking at the Giants going, this is a game we have to win. I know we haven't seen this team play well outside of one half, basically. They could really win three games in a row. They really can. And if they win three games in a row, they're four and five. And we all go, oh, God, here comes Dallas again. But who knows? Who knows what Dallas looks like injury was, or who knows if the team is rallied and Thomas is back? And that's when they stun us and beat Dallas. Like there is a path in front of us where the giant season gets amazingly saved. And it could be desperation for me. So from that standpoint, I do want the Giants to win Sunday because I want to hold out that possibility that it's really not over. Yeah, and let me clear something up. I'm by no means rooting against the Giants in any one of these upcoming games. I'm just calling a spade a spade and saying that this is what makes sense. But as a younger, as you would call it, Giants fan, I don't want to see this team lose. It's still October. They're one in five. They're not one in eight, one in nine. The season isn't over, over. I mean, it it's over, but it's not to the point where we're looking at it and being like this Giants yeah. team, the season is over. So there's no reason why, especially against the division rival in Washington, I'd be sitting down on my couch rooting against the Giants. It's just not going to happen. I really want this team to win. I want them to string together a few wins. And if that happens, we'll be talking completely differently uh, about and, this team. And, and off of Thursday night football, you saw the Saints, man. They look terrible at times. I know they ended up scoring 24 points and they came back quick. The Packers have looked really, really, uh, yeah, the NFC is weak. It's very bad. And it's by, by the way, I really do believe this. If Daniel Jones, and this was Daniel Jones' worst game, had he played well versus the Seahawks and they won that game and they're still two and four right now, there's no way I'm rooting for losses. And they would have had that tie break on Seattle too. I mean, yeah. I don't know who's getting that last wild card in the NFC, but you can't tell me at their core, they're not much better than the Giants at full health. So we shall see. The Giants have had extremely good fortunes versus Washington the last few years. As well as Washington seems to play versus Philly, and the Giants never play well versus Philly. The Giants played that well versus Washington. So 
I think it's going to be Terod Taylor, by the way, on Sunday. We are taping this on Friday morning. We've gone through two. We'll find out his injury designations after this podcast comes out. He's practiced. No contact, but quarterbacks don't get contact. I I really believe this. I think even if he is cleared for contact, we're not going to find out about that. I don't think they want him now taking another hit until Andrew Thomas plays football again. And there is reports from Jordan Renan that Andrew Thomas get close. Maybe this is a situation for the Jets next week. And maybe that's it, too. Maybe Terod Taylor, maybe the defense plays awesome. Terod Taylor makes enough plays. The Giants win a game versus Washington. And then it becomes this emotional, Andrew Thomas is back, Daniel Jones is back, and we're playing the freaking Jets off the bye, and New York is just in a uh, mayhem chaos spot. Uh, So we shall see.